You're listening to Health Call Live, the area's only live local interactive radio hour devoted to you and your health. Watch the video live stream on the Health Call Facebook page and call us with your questions at 447-1190 or toll free at 800-333-1190. Here's your host, health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. Good morning. It is great to be back with you again in the studio, all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. How are you feeling this morning? If you are up and at him and, and have lots of energy, chances are you got a good night's sleep. And if you did, uh, don't take that for granted. Millions of Americans suffer from really difficult sleep cycles, and you have trouble getting to sleep. You can't stay asleep. It's just this awful cycle that keeps on going. And that's why our entire hour is devoted to helping you get a better night's sleep. And we're kicking things off with Greg Russell, pharmacist and clinical nutritionist, founder of Fort Wayne Custom Rx. How'd you sleep last night? I slept pretty good. Uh, you know, this nice, sunny summer weather that we've had this last week certainly uh, doesn't hurt as far as helping us get back into our natural rhythms. Well, you're right. uh, but boy, in the winter when it's dark during the early mornings and it's, uh, you know, it's cold outside, just one more stressor that our body has to tolerate and kind of interferes with our whole sleep. Yeah, it sure does. So we're going to touch on stress, on the influence of that bright sunlight and how that affects your sleep. But I want to kick things off by talking about medications that we take Mm -hmm. that can be interrupting our sleep. I mean, so many folks are on meds for high blood pressure, uh, anxiety, and and the list just goes on and on. And that can really mess with your sleep cycle. It certainly can. And so some some of those medications Medications might directly affect things like melatonin. Others will affect some of our brain chemicals that are kind of our get up and go chemicals, and they get you know, basically, you're just getting overstimulated. And and that might be a seizure medication, for example, Tegretol, Dilan, some of those type medications. Or even more commonly, might be some of those antidepressants that we use to try to help with depression, but mm-hmm. they could be contributing to insomnia. So those would be drugs like bupropion, maybe some of the different uh, what we call selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, which would be drugs like Prozac and Celexa and, and some of those things. And they're, they're great for depression. Depression and anxiety, but sometimes those they're going to give you some of those type of problems. So yeah. if if you're on one of those meds and you're having a challenge getting to sleep, what does that look like, and what can I do about it? Yeah, well, some t- the first thing you need to do, of course, is talk to your doctor. And sometimes if you're saying, hey, you know, since I started taking this medication, I'm I'm waking up in the middle of the night and I can't go back to sleep, or I'm having a hard time getting to sleep, then you know you you want to talk to the doctor because you know there are different medications from different classes that do similar things and maybe making just a small change, maybe just a dosage adjustment, or there may be a drug interaction going on that's affecting the levels of that drug. And so there's several different things we need to look at. Uh, and, just a time to determine that. And and blood pressure medication something you just can't get away from, right? You That's right. That we got to control that blood pressure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, so are there, is it the same thing? You just look for a different type of that medication? Yeah, exactly. So the beta blockers are probably one of the worst uh, as far as that goes. Sometimes the calcium channel blockers do too. But there are other drugs uh, like ACE inhibitors and, and you know, 
one of the worst medications, of course, would be a uh, water diuretic type medication that it's causing you to get up to urinate in the middle of the night too. So mm-hmm. those, you know, depending on your condition, maybe it's just changing the timing of taking the medication or watching how much water intake you take. And again, those are conversations that you can have with your pharmacist or doctor and try to, you know, get those taken care of. And this time of year, particularly with all the pollen out there, people are taking a lot of other drugs that can mm-hmm. whack them out. Let's walk and talk yeah, about some so, of those. Yeah, so, you know, we start talking about things like Benadryl, those antihistamine-type medications that we can buy over the counter. Many of those disrupt melatonin. And so... Uh, and there's additional dangers. So uh, I'm taking a Benadryl at night to help, you know, uh, my allergies, but it's making me groggy. We know, for example, the elderly, those are guys that are our age and older, Lee, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. uh, you know, we're more sensitive to these type of medications and they can cause us to, to slip and fall. And, you know, last month we talked about our, you know, the, all those bone fractures. So oh, yeah. we don't. You know, we don't like that. But also long term, we know some of those antihistamines can affect another hormone called melatonin. Let's talk about melatonin in some detail because Mm -hmm. people don't understand what its role is in sleep. I think people know that melatonin is associated with sleep, but it doesn't keep you asleep. That's right. It kind of helps put you to sleep. So the body is, is regulated by the sun. You know, and this is part, one of our stressors of modern living. So, we're right now we're coming into that season with lots of daylight, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So our bodies are made in in nature. In fact, there's a lot of political conversations going on right now about daylight savings time, yeah, right? Sure, you know? sure. So, and and there is some truth to this because there's science that looks at that. But the sun gets us up and gets us going, and we're made to do that. And 100 years ago, of course, when we didn't have modern lights and computer screens and whatnot. As a day started to to shorten, uh, people would get more sleep in the winter months, and that's because there's less daylight hours. So we know that the uh, sunlight itself has an important impact on our circadian rhythms, and it affects cortisol and melatonin. So melatonin is the hormone that starts to increase or is at its highest point at night. And it's stimulated. So melatonin is produced in the pineal gland, part of the brain. It's released, and it's and it, it it helps set the timer so we start our sleep process. Cortisol does the opposite. Cortisol and melatonin are crisscrossing in the middle of the night. So melatonin is highest at night, low, and cortisol is lowest at night. And in the morning, cortisol is highest and melatonin is lowest. And when these stressful situations occur or our timing and we're trying to fool mother nature and this is especially a problem for for shift workers mm-hmm. you know they, then we are battling this uphill battle against these two hormones that naturally want to fall into with the sunlight so melatonin induces sleep it kind of mm-hmm. gets you into sleep how do i use that appropriately what's the right dose all of those questions yeah a lot of controversy on this so i'm going to tell you a couple of my thoughts and again some of its opinions so, um, most many doctors like to start probably start at half a milligram to one to three milligrams at most. There are a couple uh, different types of formulations. There's immediate and there's uh, forms that you put under your tongue to help you get to sleep. So when somebody comes in and says, "Hey, I have a hard time getting to sleep," melatonin makes a lot of sense to try, and um, we typically start at a low dose and work it up as necessary. I've seen certain prescribers use up to 24 milligrams. Wow. Now, people uh, say 24 milligrams, that's a huge amount, and it, and it is. 
there are some studies that support high-dose melatonin as an antioxidant. Um, and there was even a, during the COVID period that mm-hmm. people were using large doses of melatonin. The biggest problem we have with melatonin is if we give enough of it, we will get you to sleep. The problem is now it's starting to kind of act like a drug. And, and the question is, again, for our elderly patients, we give too much melatonin. Are we going to actually cause them to get up in the middle of the night? trip and fall or have a or somebody else have a have a morning hangover type effect yeah wow so you know one of the things that that i particularly like about the way you run your pharmacy is you set time aside for people to do consultations so if you're having a sleep problem um, medications are a great place to start. So, I would talk to me about how that works. Do I just schedule the time with you, and and is there a cost associated with that? What do I? How does that work? Yeah. So there is a cost, um, and we do schedule time. Uh, however, we do, you know, we we put the purchase for the consult. If there's any supplements, we you know subtract that back off. So, and it's not an uncommon. We sell high-quality supplements for patients to pretty much get the cost of the consultation down to almost nothing or at nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's a chance to sit down with you it, and say, here's all the meds I'm taking, and you can look and see this might be affecting sleep. That could be causing... Yeah, that, yeah. That's exactly right. So we, we focus on, we're trying to get down to the root cause of what we, you know, when we look at medications. We're trying to rule out that a medication may cause it or a nutritional deficiency. So like I said, some medications deplete melatonin. Mm-hmm. You know, is that part of the issue? Um, or, And we'll make a recommendation to you. We can't tell you to co- quit taking your medications, of course. Right. And we right. would not do that. It would not be appropriate for us to do that. But we'll give you information about your medication. And that is totally appropriate. So, <clears throat> yes, that's, that's the goal is to make you as informed so you can make your health care decisions with you and your, your physician so that you have optimal health. And that's really our goal. Time for us to take a quick commercial break, but uh, Greg Russell from Fort Wayne Custom RX is here in the studio with us. If you have a question about something that might be disrupting your sleep, you can dial in and uh, we'll be happy to put you in touch with Greg right after the break. And then we're going to also talk about some things that you can do to make sure that you are not having some habits that are causing you a sleep problem. So that's all coming up here on the Health Go Live Radio Hour on WoWo. You're listening to Health Call Live, your regular Saturday morning appointment with healthcare professionals, where treatment is always painless and there's never a copay. Here's your host, health and wellness correspondent Lee Kelso. And I'm here in the studio with Greg Russell. He is the founder pharmacist of Fort Wayne Custom RX. You will find them at 435 East DuPont Road. That's right behind Casa Grill. And uh, Greg is available if you have a question. We're here at 800-333-1190 or 447-1190. You can also shoot a text to us at 46862, and that will get to Greg. We are talking this half hour about sleep, and sleep medications are huge. I mean, it seems like I haven't heard much about Ambien and people doing weird things on Ambien anymore. Yeah, yeah. But those sleeps are those drugs are very common. They they are common and they have always traditionally been highly prescribed. Um, the the biggest problem we have with these medications is they are very potent. So as we talk about as we transition over into some of the herbals, we start talking about the different brain chemicals and how they're affected by these agents. And you you kind of have a choice. You know, nature's way is to to more gently move people into a certain direction, whereas 
because these prescription drugs, they're going to hammer onto this receptor, block this brain chemical or stimulate a brain chemical. And as an effect, they're going to have some, some longer term effects. And the biggest thing is we know that, that many of these uh, especially the older generations, but even the newer generation uh, medications for sleep do change sleep cycles, and they're not necessarily for your better health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's I'm glad you mentioned the, the herbals because I want to tap your knowledge as the clinical nutritionist side. And let's talk about some of those things that are out there in nature that, that actually do are shown to work and are tested and proven. Sure. So, you know, again, to kind of get back a little bit of why some of these things work. So, you know, plants have, have, and herbs have traditionally for years been used in many different societies for their calming and their sleep. And mm-hmm. as we get into our next show, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about anxiety medications, and there's a lot of crossover here. So, if we don't cover it in deep enough today, we'll cover it in that show, I promise. So, but, you know, as we talk about uh, one of the, there are stimulatory chemicals that our brain makes and there are chemicals for breaking and obviously when we're going to sleep we want those chemicals that cause us to break our brain and cause us to relax and get restful sleep and start repairing our body to occur and when we're fighting either nature uh like we talked about the circadian rhythm or you were putting in toxic chemicals into our body or eating poor foods or we're doing the wrong activities we're, we're kind of going against the way our bodies were designed and so if you kind of look at different uh, societies and and different people groups and cultures of what they've done you know a lot of them have taken different teas and different blends of different plant foods and these gently modulate so when I say modulate that means they help your body kind of naturally restore to the proper balance so instead of hitting you with that hammer to mm-hmm. get you to sleep mm-hmm. we're trying to gently move you kind of with a little jimmy bar I guess <laughs> a better way to describe it so you know we look at the the chemicals what where we think that these chemicals work on and where the research is, they're basically, many of them are working on a receptor called GABA, which stands for GABAaminobenturic acid. And that's where these sleep agents do. And when they, they the prescription drugs attach this, this receptor, they bind it and, and um, cause stimulation and they bind on it fairly tightly. And if you take an alcohol-type product with some of them, one, which is one of the dangers, take alcohol with a benzodiazepine-type drug, and we're talking about drugs like Valium and Xanax or whatever, mm-hmm. that drug doesn't want to come off. And so that's where we get into some of these problems where people have this potentiation of, of, of effects, which might be increased drowsiness, cause people to fall, have accidents and whatnot. And as we know, being sleepy and tired all the time creates a lot of accidents and, of course, creates a lot of work workplace issues too right oh, and yeah. poor decision making so when we start looking at some of these uh, uh, combination agents I like to use them in combination because it seems like they work better so we'll talk about one of my favorites is theanine and that's spelled T-H-E-A-N-I-N-E theanine is uh, an item that is derived from green tea uh, it's it works on what we call the alpha waves of the brain, which are the same uh, waves that help us in meditation, and uh, they are known to promote relaxation. But it also works um, on on serotonin and GABA. So remember, serotonin is a precursor for depre- that antidepressants work on. Right. And further on, and maybe you realize this, maybe you don't. Serotonin also breaks down to melatonin. 
Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. So, what, we, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to promote serotonin to break down to melatonin. So, again, the L-theanine works by that mechanism. So, it works by a couple different ways, and it works really great when it's in combination with different things, such as glycine, uh, which is another amino acid. Uh, comes from another amino acid called serine in the body, and that also works on a different receptor. Um, phosphatidylserine, for people that are anxious or jacked up all day long, that means their cortisol might be jacked up. And so we want to get that cortisol to come down. So we like sometimes to put a little phosphatidylserine in there. It helps lower that cortisol naturally. So these are, all, these are different, um, terp- different nutritional products. When we move into some of the herbs, uh, traditionally valerian herb has been used and chamomile. And mm-hmm. passion flower. And again, all these work on GABA. And so they all work a little differently. And again, they're not tightly binding. So if you have a little glass of alcohol, it's not going to be a, a major you know, thing that you have to worry about toxic effect. But um, they are going to be certainly more gentle. The nice thing is you can get them in teas, but you can also get them in combination products, which is where I tend to go. Yeah, and I was just going to mention that. So you have a product called Botanic Calm mm-hmm. that has what valerian root, passion flower, the theanine. It's got a lot of those things that you just are very supportive of. Right, and it's a high quality product made by the Ortho Molecular Company. So, you know, we use that product. We use another one called Serenity PM, and sometimes we use them in combination um, to just kind of put together that sleep protocol for that patient. And so. Would I take those at night or in the morning, or how do I use them? Yeah, basically, we use those at bedtime, you know, and, and, and basically, we'll use them in combination, and we kind of put together a plan for the patient so that they know, type it out for them, so they know exactly how to take those products. And uh, how, how does it take a ramp up? Will I notice it right away? How am I going to feel yeah, these things we're, working? We're usually, you know, because again, we're not giving a drug, it's going to take a few weeks for the body to kind of reset to them. But, yeah, the goal is to certainly look at it, then readjust in a few weeks, make sure we're hitting that goal of trying to get patients to have more restful sleep. And then is there a problem with me taking these long term? Is it something I use just to get over a hump or is it? Well, the goal would be to try to get you back into your right sleep pattern. I don't, you know, I mean, you certainly could probably take chamomile tea every day for the rest of your life if you enjoy it, and it's going to be helpful. But as far as when we potenize an herb, and we don't want people to take herbs every day for the rest of their life, but we don't have sure, to. Sure. Yeah. So let's break whatever problem you had coming right. along. Right. And Greg, we've done it again. We've kind of <laughs> run out of time and had so many other things we wanted to talk about. One of them is something called a retraining program, and it's probably too detailed to get into now. Mm-hmm. But if you're having sleep disturbances, um, your doctor is a great place to go, but I really encourage you to have some time with uh, a pharmacist like Greg, who's going to help you get to the root of the problem. Right. And so tell me about, um, is it, I'm going to come to the store, take an hour, and or can I just walk in and have a chat with you? Well, you can always walk in and have a chat with us, and that's a no-charge uh, type deal. If it ends up being too complicated, we'll probably try to set a consultation uh-huh. if, if I can't answer your question in five or 10 minutes or, or 15 minutes. But we always have pharmacists available. We make ourselves available. 
Yeah, use them as a great resource. You know, as I often tell people, uh, you know, we're conditioned to think pharmacists are people who live behind the glass and you can't talk to them, but I've learned differently working with you. So that's great. That's Greg Russell from Fort Wayne Custom RX. You'll find them on East DuPont Road, also online at fwcustomrx.com. And uh, you can get overnight delivery of medications. My wife just ordered some stuff from you. It came overnight, saved her the trip to the store. So that's a great service you offer. And I encourage people to think about that. You can learn more at Fort Wayne Custom RX, fwcustomrx.com. Thanks, Greg. Thank you. Hey, we continue the our talk about sleep on the other side of the half hour with a physician who says we have a lot to learn about sleep and some of the things we're doing that can get in the way and cause problems. So that's coming up next. Hope you'll stick with us for the Health Call Live Radio Hour here on WoWo. Podcasts by Federated Media.